for the first time in a very long time. Welcome to BitFaced. You know, when Tyler and I started this podcast three and a half, so whatever years ago, we really wanted to have a podcast all about video games. Unfortunately, we've kind of gotten away from that over this past year, focusing more on pop culture, but not today. If you listen to BitFace because you love video games, we are going to do nothing but talk about video games this entire episode. I know we've left it out. We need to come back and give it some love. We also need to come back and give some love to someone that hasn't been on the show for two and a half years. Last time he was here, he was talking about adopting his child. Now he has his child. We have met his child. It is wonderful. He got out of the house tonight to come talk games with us. He's one of my favorite people to talk games with in general, whether you're talking about video games or board games. And I love him to death, even though he's an Alabama fan, our good friend, Matt Dawkins. Tyler, of course, has not been here a lot this year, but he is here tonight, so don't be disappointed. That's what's up. Where I want to start with both of you guys tonight, I don't know if you've heard this news yet, but Bethesda has officially been sued for Fallout 76 because it did not provide an excellent gaming experience. I have not played it. Based on what I have heard, it does not even run properly on a regular Xbox One or on a non-pro PS4. It runs okay on PC, but on those consoles, it is unplayable to the point where you can log in. It lags you out in 10 seconds and you can't do anything. I've also heard the game is terrible. They thought filling a world full of people and making that the Fallout people would be good, but Fallout is a game I think that depends on the quality of the NPCs and you're not getting that. Your thoughts on a game company being sued because they released a $60 title and it's not what they promised. See, that's kind of tough because what really did they promise? They they showed what looked like a fairly mediocre video and it sounds like they delivered a very mediocre game. And so is that worth being sued? I'm not so sure. There's a reason that no one in this room has bought it though. It reminds me a lot of No Man's Sky. Very similar. And I think they got sued as well, correct? Man, I don't remember. I'd have to go back and look. But like, I guess a little bit different. The designer promised a lot of things that were not in that game. But anybody paying attention, watching the videos and stuff in the lead up, they saw what No Man's Sky was about. And like some people dig that. I think Fallout 76 had the same thing. People knew what they were getting if you watch like the actual gameplay sessions and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of people like the idea of an empty world and going in, filling it out with the humans and actual players and stuff. But a lot of people just played single player Fallout game games, went in looking for NPCs and stuff. And I was like, this isn't the Fallout I know. Right. Just to give you guys a hard number, sales between Fallout 4 and Fallout 76 were down 80%. That is a... In business terms, guys, I don't know if you know, that, that's pretty bad. I don't know if you can have a story-driven, you know, first and third person game turned into, you know, this online multiplayer game and take that out. You really just, you're left with a, sh- like a pretty, a kind of pretty shell because it's not even like they updated the graphics or they did a lot extra to it. 
they just took this world that they had developed and stripped everything that made it fall out <laughs> and said, you can play with your friends here. When you have Bethesda that already has a successful MMO in the Elder Scrolls online that from what I've heard didn't start great but worked very well, why weren't they able to repeat the same thing with Fallout 76 is my question. And Bethesda is known for releasing very glitchy games. Is this the wake-up call to them like, okay, now they're going to call us out to the rug. We can't be the Bethesda of old. Elder Scrolls Online has a bunch of NPCs and stuff in it. Oh, it certainly does. So here's the problem. With Fallout 76, they paint themselves into a corner thematically because you're the first people out of the vault, is my understanding. Yeah. So thematically, there's they can't have a bunch of people running around. I think additionally, um, Elder Scrolls Online was developed by a company called ZeniMax Studios. So it wasn't even, it's published by Bethesda, I think because they own the name to it but it's developed by a whole other studio. That's a great point. Let's move on to three games right now are going to be in everyone's top three this year. I don't think this year is like last year where there's going to be a lot of division. I'm going to already say that God of War, Spider-Man, which we're going to talk about next, and Red Dead Redemption will probably be. Now, Matt's already shaking his head, so not <laughs> Matt's probably not going to put Spidey in his top uh, top three, but I do want to talk a little bit about Spidey, if that's okay. I love Spidey, but... There's too many other good games this year. Better than Spidey, I think so. Tell tell me what you what you're gonna tell me what your top five are right now. Oh, putting me on the spot. I haven't even thought about it yet. I still got a month before I make my decision. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I've already pretty much decided that uh, I, Red Dead, Spidey, and God of War are my top three. With Dead Cells probably being fourth. Yeah, and I'd have to say that you know while a lot of our top 10 will be similar i do think the order is going to vary a lot especially i already know that in this household our number one will be different are you just going to pick something like mighty number nine again to piss everybody off or what no it will be one of the three you named okay and because you're you'll probably put spite well to be fair are you going to make your list after you get farther than eight hours in red dead because red dead's a game that you really have to you've got to give red dead more than eight hours absolutely uh well i i think i've played more than eight hours so far but you know at least 50 percent has been texas hold'em and there's nothing wrong with that if you want to get your hold'em fixed let's stay with spidey for a little bit because i will say out of god of war red dead and um spider-man the most fun i had with the video game this year was spider-man yeah it's interesting that, you know, a lot of the games that you've named have been something where you could do something so small or seemingly so small as swinging around, you know, an open world for just an infinite amount of time and have so much fun just doing that. I thought that Spider-Man was a good tribute to the character. I thought they told a unique story that I had seen a lot of before being a, a comic book fan, but that they pieced the, the, uh, the parts together very well. The swinging mechanics were phenomenal. The graphics were unbelievable. I felt like I was in the Marvel Universe, and I thought the voice acting was really good. Swinging around the city, again, not that Red Dead and God of War weren't fun. They were fun in their own ways, but nothing was was more fun than swinging around Manhattan for me. Sure. Uh, I got to say, I was not going in expecting a lot from the story. I'd heard, you know, it was kind of a, a spiritual successor to the good Spider-Man game. Spider-Man 2, I Two. think? Yeah. Um, I heard it's kind of spiritual successor to that with the, the Arkham series combat thrown in there. And that's pretty much what I got. And I, I love that. Um, 
it didn't feel new or innovative to me. Something was kind of missing there, but I mean, I that's not a big deal for me. I, I think if you place, played the combat like Arkham, though, you missed out because one of the things I can point out is Arkham is defense and Spider-Man is offense. Sure. Well, and there's a, there's a whole like aerial element to this that they just nailed and with the uh, webs and everything that's not present in Arkham. I, I think they took inspiration from that, which is good because it's... Oh, yeah one of the best the best superhero video game series i mean this is right there with it i don't know which i would pick if you put me on the spot kind of have to put arkham above there at this point only because we've only gotten one spider-man game Uh, i'd pick spider-man i'm not a fan normally of the arkham combat style and i loved spider-man yeah but you don't think it really did anything nothing blew you away I mean, I was impressed at the sheer execution of it. It didn't have to be innovative. Like, it nailed everything it went for. Like, it's a blast to play. And, again, just the, you already talked about it. But the open world, man, the funnest, most fun thing in the game is swinging around, even more than fighting and stuff sometimes. It, I've never played an open world game where I specifically avoided fast travel when it was present in the game because it was more fun for me to just swing to where I was going. I've never even thought of that. Someone else asked uh, when we were playing online, they're like, how have you never opened up your map? And I was like, what do I need to open up my map for? And they're like, you can travel. And for the longest time, I didn't even know you could fast travel. There is a trophy for riding the subway five times, which is how you fast travel. I did not fast travel until I saw that was a trophy that I went to get. I did the same thing because I'm glad you brought up that point. People were making fun of me, like, how are you not fast traveling? No, no wonder I beat the game quicker than you. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And in Red Dead was the same way. I don't ever get on the stage coaches. I pull my horse there. How are you going to run into random people that you can rob and shit? So Suck far. The venom out of. <laughs> I, I've had to do that. <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil anything. When we get into Red Dead, I'm going to be really non-spoilery because I know you haven't finished it. Or not even close. Oh, well, Neither know- one of you have beat it. I I gave him medicine. I didn't even suck the venom out. You can do either. And again, I don't want to... Let's just say that you're not... That's not the last time you're going to see him. Okay. And it's one of the, the things... I, I we'll, we'll cap Spider-Man before we get into Red Dead because I do want to get into Red Dead. But if you're a fan of the character of Spider-Man and you've played an Insomniac game before, I think it's safe to say that $60 is worth... I think Spider-Man's worth it. Again, it will be on my top three. Unless... I play something in the next month that I've missed and you've already brought up a couple titles that I haven't tried this year. So I I need to do that, but I thought they did a great job and hopefully this is going to give us more Marvel games in the future. Let's talk about red dead though. Now, one of the most controversial things or the things you see on the internet is how slow the game starts. Now, Matt, you mentioned before we started recording that you thought that was beautiful. Sure. It, I've told uh, other friends that haven't picked it up yet, and there's a lot of games out right now, same issue we're having, they're trying to finish before they get into Red Dead, because they know it's going to be kind of all-encompassing once they get there. Um, so I've warned them when they start out, like, man, the tempo is slow, and I, re- I had the advantage of reading that in a few reviews before I picked the game up, but it is not, in my opinion, it is not uninteresting. I was uh, fascinated the entire way through i mean it starts off slow and there's a lot going on they're introducing new characters and stuff but i was intrigued the entire time i was never bored even though it was slow and i'll have to say that when eric had first got the game he came down 
and I knew how, how ecstatic he was for it. And he was like, man, it's so slow. And I was thinking that I wasn't even going to get it. And then the next time he came down, he was like, just kidding. It's incredible. It's amazing. Everything is great about it. And, uh, and so I, I was, I didn't say just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. So I, so long story short, I ended up picking it up and what I thought through, you know, the intro is it was really slow and I did knowing that there was an open world that I could go explore and do things. I was kind of like, man, when, when is it coming? When is it coming? How long is this? But on the other hand, I was like, but there's so much cool development and story that's happening right now that I, I want to rush it, but I still want everything that's happening. (laughs) I think this all goes back to, for me, a traditional rock star thing in their open world games is you always have people talking as you're going in a taxi to a mission or in your car driving them wherever. This has the same thing as you're on a horseback and going back in the, to different places and all. But what was different about this game for me is I love the characters and I was fascinated by the dialogue between them anytime I went somewhere. And that's something Rockstar's never nailed for me before. But I love the cast in this game and I, I'm intrigued all the different stories with all different characters and how Arthur interacts with them. I am all over that. There's a side mission coming up later called the veteran. Make sure that you do it. Okay. I, I think I've cried three times this year in gaming and the veteran would, would get me one of them. I think the beginning of the game, as I reflect on it. Yeah. I wanted something fast paced. I figured it was going to open with you on a wagon, throwing Molotovs and shit and dynamite. (laughs) And it doesn't open like that at all. But it's intentional, and I think they really want to bring you into what that world is like. And then when it does pick up, and neither one of you have made it there yet, you have three missions coming up, one of which I think is the best mission Rockstar has ever done. And when it happened in the game, I was like, holy shit, this is brilliant, because there's something that you're missing and you don't know it yet, but when they give it to you, you're going to be like, fuck you guys. Like you, you thought of everything, didn't you? So we'll revisit this. I'm sure when we talk about game of the year, cause I promise it'll at least make our top tens after you get out of that introduction and they give you the world. One of the coolest parts of the game for me has been to sit at camp when everyone's partying and I just watch and I just observe people beating the shit out of each other, throwing up behind my tent calling each other names, singing songs. That level of detail in a video game is unprecedented. And when you see that, you're like, yep, I see why it took them nine years to make this. I see exactly why. Because is it perfect? No. I still have some complaints, and we'll get to that at the end. But good God, it's it's it feels like a real world, even more so than Grand Theft Auto V did. I really do want to hear some of your complaints, because as I was playing it, I definitely came up with quite a few that... I didn't think I would have with the game, but ended up just uh, just jumping off a cliff straight into my face. The controls are a little wonky. Uh, it's a rock star game. <laughs> yeah, the controls are a little wonky sometimes. I don't like that it takes 40 minutes to loot one body. And then when you're playing missions and you really need to loot the bodies to get supplies, they're like, get on your horse, Arthur. Come on, hurry the fuck up. And you're like, well, shit, man. There's like 100 gold watches here that I can donate to the camp. Um, but... <laughs> I don't think the controls were so bad that it, it 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 warrants a complaint. Like my biggest complaint about the controls is when I go to hitch my horse and he's facing one way and the Y button's there and then I move and the Y button's not there and then I turn around and the Y button's there again and I'm like, come on, just let me hitch the fucking horse. <laughs> I feel like you go into a Bethesda game expecting bugs 
You go into a Rockstar game expecting clumsy controls. <laughs> yeah. I think the shooting mechanics work really well. And you know what? I'll take a little bit of clumsy control for everything else that the Absolutely. game gives me that no other game does. I think the thing that has bugged me the most sometimes has been the physics behind small, tiny little hills that I should not fall face first off of and tumble down (laughs) and lose half my life or like kill a horse or something like that. That has bugged me the most. Yeah, I know what you're saying, that sometimes the terrain isn't as consistent. I have not killed a horse. There's a trick to that. It might be on your list. Horse, oh, horse survivors. It um it is part of one of the All tips right. on my list. Yeah, All in right. fact, we'll get to my list in just a second cuz I think I've got some tips here that might help both of you guys out since you guys haven't finished the game yet. Yeah. Uh but no, horse survive. Always carry a horse survive because you don't want to get your horse up to level 4 and then lose it. Yeah. One of the first things I did was there's an Arabian horse out in the wild that you can go out and tame. And I think it's the only elite horse that you can go out. There's a bunch of others. It's next that you to, have the, to the wintry pond, correct? Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of others in the game, but you have to go by. And, uh, man, uh, my wife and son just laughed at me for probably an hour as I tried to tame this horse and got <laughs> kicked off and rolled off a cliff and all sorts of stuff over and over again. But once I got that horse, man, there's, almost like a bond there is like i didn't want anything happening to it that's the horse i got i'd say about 20 hours into the game and i kept it to the end of the game did you kill that horse matt no oh but uh there have been a few incidents that required a horse survivor (laughs) it was so fast that i didn't like realize i was going so fast and i jumped off this cliff with it and just face planted into a tree right when i got it like heading back to camp and I was so lucky that I was carrying a horse survivor as well because it almost died. I almost died. Like this guy was driving by and he was like, what in tarnation? <laughs> not, not exactly, but. <laughs> yeah, and let's, yeah, let's get into my list here because this might take a little bit of time. But I don't really want to get into plot spoilers and things like that. In fact, I will be doing that on my other podcast, Happen Geek Out. We're going to go completely into the story. Well, plus, it's not fair to you guys because there's a lot of great shit coming up that I don't want to spoil. But hopefully the three of us, it, not, even not on the mic, can get together before the end of the year and talk about this. But yeah, one of the first tips I'll give you guys, normally in a Rockstar game, stuff is not missable, but... There is an achievement for 30 points to play all the optional honor missions in the game. If you do not go into Act 4 with higher than 75% honor, you will not get one of the missions you need to clear this. So for all you achievement whores out there and trophy whores like me, I'm not calling you whores. I'm a whore. I can smell my own. Make sure if you want to get through everything in the game the first try, you have to make sure you're at positive honor. So if you want to play Black Hat, that quest is not going to pop up to complete. Oh, man, that kind of... I'm playing it on like a case by case basis and like I'm I'm slightly in the positive right now and I did not expect to be cuz I was like I don't You wanna... don't care about that stuff though. Yeah, I'm not an achievement. There anymore, are people so. out there like Matt, I'm sure if you missed that achieve you wouldn't be happy, right? Or that trophy? Well, as I'm in the middle of chapter 4 now. Uh, he's what, like what I'm, was the I name of it. that mission? <laughs> It's at the very end of the game you get it. You don't get it till Act 6, and you have to have had, you have to enter, from what I've read, I think it's Chapter 4, with positive, uh, at least 75% or higher on the... I'm positive. I don't know if I'm 75. Well, you have to tell me if the... I'll have to um, go look. 
I can't remember. Uh, I think it's called a friend in need is what it's called, but it's all optional honor missions. One thing you guys have figured out, I'm sure this is for the audience. You always want to do white quests first. The yellow quests will never disappear. The white quests will. The yellow quests will advance the story. The white quests never will. So they're always there. So when I got to chapter six, I spent three days doing optional side quests, wrapping up all the narratives in the game before I went to the yellow quest. If you do the yellow quest, you have a chance that you are going to miss something in the game. And like Matt said earlier, you want to go on those side missions. Those are the best. Not that the main story missions aren't great, but the side missions are where the real meat of the game is, where you really get to see how the characters work. And I'll tell both of you guys, there are side missions coming up that are the two of the best in the game, and you haven't even seen them yet or met the characters yet. So be psyched about that. Two types of horse whistle, long and short. Took me 90 hours to figure this out. But so where this comes into play is the short whistle is just to come to you. The long whistle is to follow you. I see. I noticed that the, that there were two, but I had no idea what the difference was. I usually just press it and then jump on my horse. But here is where my tip comes into play. During the game, you're going to run into a couple strangers that are going to try to to steal your horse, and they're going to jump on it and take off. But if you whistle, the horse will buck them off, and you can just shoot them right in the head like I did. Nice. One of my favorite parts of the whole game, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Cutscenes do depend on honor. You will get different dialogue options, and people will treat you differently based on your honor. Now, I have not seen this yet because I've only played through once, and I played through good. But if you play through bad or closer to the bad, you are going to get different dialogue options and different uh, exchanges in the cutscenes. I was curious about that, too, because my version of Arthur, hopefully not being very spoilery, but talking to certain people, I've been like, ah, he's being way nicer to this guy than I thought he would be, you know, but he's telling him that he's a bad guy. So I just expected him to be more of a, you know, a heartless dick, but he wasn't. Well, I guess if you're going to play through Black Hat, you'll have to tell me if, you know, there's a couple scenes I can point to where I can tell you kind of what happened with me, but I really like that they added that level of detail. You want to grow your beard or your hair, put on hair tonic and take a couple stagecoach rides because time does pass and your hair will grow. That's interesting. Trying to get rid of a body? You know you can feed it to a gator or a pig. That's amazing. I've had no reason to do that yet, but that's amazing. Have you known all of these so far? Most of them. Okay. I I, I, the, the I knew on- I wouldn't stump Matt here, but... The honor one got me, and now I'm worried about it. <laughs> that's why you haven't been talking. You're thinking this whole Days time, like, like I missed that trophy, damn it. <laughs> You're going to have to play 80 hours through again. I mean, if you guys, thing. Yeah, if you guys are like me, the fishing is the most annoying thing in the world, but if you want to get those legendary fish, try a bow and arrow or dynamite. I did not know that. <laughs> or dynamite. <laughs> because I, you don't have to turn in a perfect fish. You just have to have it. So I saw him swimming. Then I walked out in the water, dropped in the dynamite. Boom. Legendary fish. <laughs> I I didn't, I would have eventually probably tried dynamite, but for sure the bow and arrow was my first thought. And the bow and arrow does make it easier. Not that you have to do the fishing, but it is part of it. You said you've been doing a lot of the hunting. Not the fishing. No fishing, though. Nope. Have you tried the fishing at all? Uh, only on like side missions with some of the characters and stuff like that. I haven't gone out of my way to do it myself. That's another that. trophy that's missable is doing the activities with the people in camp. So I'm glad you've been doing those. Hunting, 
I don't want to spoil one of them, but it's really good. That, but hunting and fishing. But then there's another one you're going to go do that you haven't played yet. Okay. So definitely do those in uh, camp. Did you guys know if you have your lasso out and you punch, you will automatically hogtie somebody? Oh yes, that is one of my most commonly used moves. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> At least Tyler's impressed. Hopefully the listeners just had your reaction like, oh, cool. I've been over here just like whipping it across, you know, like 30 feet and like lassoing people and roll, you know, roping them to me. And that's that's way fun. But I did not know. Yeah, you'll you'll tend to get in fights where guys like rush you. And I'm I was intending to lasso them like you're talking about. But then they turn around and rush you and may you get in like melee fight with them. And you just talk time. It's awesome. That is so incredibly it's gonna useful. save you so much time on missions matt and i will both ag- agree with that one also if you're raiding somebody's house always check the chimney yes yeah well after one of the missions in particular that's kind of been on my mind this entire time they show it to you at the beginning of the game but i think a lot of people forget about that when they're searching a house to make sure that you look up that chimney there's also a trophy for raiding five houses or five, four houses and finding the prize in the chimney so make sure that you look at chimneys also make sure even though they don't look as cool put wraps on your gun and then they take less oil to uh when they they deteriorate less uh less quickly i should say I, huh. I thought mechanically, I didn't know that for a fact, but I thought mechanically, I was like, oh, I really like this wood carving, but if I get a rat, maybe the condition stays better longer. It's good to know that. Your instincts were correct, because this list is confirmed. This isn't just stuff I'm pulling out of my ass. This <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm going to follow the initial Matt reaction here, where if I like that wood carving or you know those metal, I'm, I'm carving the shit out of this. Gun oil is not cheap. Or, I mean, not gun oil is not expensive. Sorry. Yeah. All right, well, that's good. You can only carry three of them, but it does make your guns deteriorate. And if there's a gun you use a lot, I mean, are you really looking at the aesthetics and all the stuff on the gun? No, but... Actually, the way I decided to do it was the guns that I used all the time, I put wraps on the others I left off. Uh, No, I don't know. Even though I can't see it right now as I play it, like, I get really invested in my characters. And I'm like, in games and books and movies... In shows especially, I'll watch a show and I'll identify with a character and I'll just kind of, uh, like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, um, Andy Samberg's character, I'll just, you know... Jake that, Peralta. Jake Peralta. Uh, that's coming back. We're not getting into that because this is an all-game episode. <laughs> but, um, you know, so I right now I'm, you know, invested in Arthur. You know, it is, it is my character. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not looking at my gun, but Arthur's thinking this is pretty rad when it's all engraved. So, yeah, I have to roll around with it just engraved. No wraps. Psh, that's crazy. Well, then you're going to spend more on going to oil. But Good to know. You can also, and this was I thought was the coolest thing in the world because I tried it and figured it out. You can jump off of a balcony and land on your horse and take off. And there's nothing more Western than that. Off of trains as well, which is very useful for that long whistle. <laughs> Yeah, and you can jump onto your buddy's horse too mid ride online, which we were having an hour of fun with last night, just messing with each other. You don't knock him off. Nope. You, okay. You're behind him, and so if your horse is tired, you can order your horse to follow and jump on with your buddy and make it to the mission. I've been curious about that mechanic because I'll ride alongside people sometimes, just random people even, and keep pace. 
and one of the action buttons is to jump onto their horse. And I'm like, do I knock them off? Are they going to get mad and shoot me? What's going to go on here? In single player, you'll knock them off. Oh, okay. The, uh, single player, you will. It's the best way to steal wagons. Oh, good to know. Yeah. I think I've got one more here. If you're riding around the world and you feel the controller vibrate, there is somebody nearby that you can interact with. Whether it's a stranger that needs help or be careful, a stranger that's going to rob your ass or... When you get later in the game, guys, you're going to start getting attacked. Like, you think you get attacked now? No, they're going to roll, like, wagons that are on fire at you off of a cliff and try to try to kill you. True story. Which, okay, you've seen it then. Yeah, sorry, spoiler, Tyler, but oh, my Jeez. God, shit like that goes down. It, and it's just random events. It's not yeah. scripted or anything. Well, see, that's not technically spoilery to me. But, yeah, so the controller must vibrate anytime one of those, like, gray icons would pop up on your mini-map. Yeah, or, or white. Yeah, yeah, gray or white. And it'll it'll tell you, but that tells you that there's something to do. And that's one of the reasons why you don't want to fast travel as much. You want to be out and explore the world because I think that is the beauty of a Rockstar game is that world that exists without you being there. It's really easy to die in this game in some of these random things. Like I'm sitting here like, do I just suck? And then I'm like, no, five people just rolled up on me. Like... And you're and you're going to and you're going to learn to ride around with your shotgun out yeah. and loaded with slugs, and so you can dead eye three of them off their horses before the other two can get back and get you. Is dead eye the same command that I would use to track? Yes, dead eye is pushing okay. in the joysticks. And right. one thing I see people doing is not using it enough. Use it. That's what it's there for. I don't know if it's exactly the same. You're clicking in on thumbsticks, but with tracking, it's both thumbsticks you're clicking in. With and Dead, dead eye, you, one. Have, you have to be aimed in, I think, yeah. in order to trigger Dead Eye. That's the difference. Oh, okay. See, I have never used Dead Eye, so yep. you have that's aim. why you're struggling a little you bit. You have to aim down scope. Because uh, there's no difficulty level in this game. Yeah. You can't change it from normal to hard to easy. It's it's Red Dead difficulty. That's why I was like, God, a lot of these guys are pretty good shots, and like I, I can't hit enough of them before they all shoot me. You're going to get better guns as you go through the game, too. You want to upgrade your guns. You want to take care of your guns. You want to take care of your horse. And buy the um, the, the stirrups. There's things that you can buy at the... The stables. The, the stable, thank you. Yeah. There's things you can buy at the stable that will automatically make your horse better. When you throw them on that Arabian horse, uh, who I named Jawaharlal. Um, <laughs> I'm going to name mine Jeruz. If anybody out there listening got that reference, uh, either one of those reference, well, one of them is going to be easy, but <laughs> if anybody out there got that reference that's not a good friend of mine, I'll send you some free swag from the show. Send me a private message. You know I'll answer it. But I don't think we're going to play a game that feels as alive as Red Dead did this year. I know that there's been a lot of really great titles this year. This year would never top last year ever, I don't think, but it's been a lot closer than I thought it would be. Yeah, I don't know. Some of the, the quality of the three games that you've named alone have bested half of the top 10 that I can think of last year. Now, I need to go back and remember what all was last year because this year has been the longest year I can remember. In this year such has been a long the shortest time. year for me ever. Really? I feel like we just did game of the year for 2017 in wow. fact i can remember my top 10 like that this year has flown by for me that's crazy it's interesting to see how people's perceptions are different but for me i know that it's been so long so much so that someone said something happened and i was like oh yeah that was like three years ago and they're like that was january and i was like 
no. <laughs> hey, Tyler, did you know the Olympics were this year? Yeah, I did. The Winter Olympics. That was crazy. That was back in February. And some people are like, we had an Olympics this year? That's incredible to me. I guess I don't get into the Winter Olympics as much as I get into summer. So I'm. you guys are blowing my mind. We, I guess we did have the Olympics <laughs> this year. We also had a World Cup this year. Yep. It has been a long year. So much stuff has happened. Infinity War feels like it was a little while ago. That was what, April? Yeah. Super Troopers was this year. End of April. Seeing that, I thought was last year. And Infinity War feels like last year, especially because we're getting the next one, you know, coming up in May. So it's just, I think so much stuff is happening and being compacted. That's positive and some negative, but mostly positive that like, it feels like it's just long because we got so many good games. We got so much cool stuff. We did. And I think we're done. Is there any, there's no more big releases this year Super besides smash, smash right? Smash. smash next Friday. Oh yeah. I'm so stoked. Mine's preloaded. <laughs> I'm going to do that tonight. In fact, I am never really been into smash brothers, but this one looks like it has a single player element that will keep me entertained when I do play my switch, which I'll play it for about 20 hours and then I'll travel with it and I'll play it when I, when I travel. Did you watch the single player trailer like yet? No, we should watch that after this because it has aspects that look so fun. Okay. And you know, that's, I mean, I'll, I'll battle with you guys. Don't get me wrong. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. But when we're like, you know, downstairs tossing back some beers, you know, throw down a, a wager on a Sando on a game. Not smash against you. Do I get Meta Knight? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm sure he's not cheap anymore, but... Yeah. The only reason he was really cheap uh, last time anyway was the inf- the infinite cape glitch, uh, which was why he was banned from tournaments for a long time. Before we move on to other games, any last thoughts from either one of you guys about Red Dead? We're going to talk about Red Dead again on the cast. I just wanted to give all you guys out there. We always do like what we thought of the story. I really wanted to do some tips for everybody because I think some of these will help. I mean, you didn't know a lot of these. Granted, Matt did, but that's Matt's job. I knew like the first like three or four. And then I was just like, oh my gosh, the rest of this is amazing. Well, and you're not as far into the game as we are either. Yeah. It took me no lie, 85 hours with all side quests complete. So that's a pretty chunky single player game. Yeah, I don't want to nail down anything final on the game yet just because of where I'm at in the story but um, man last time I did my all time favorites list Red Dead Redemption 1 was number 3 on the list and every aspect of this game is superior to that game so far and are you picking up on all the references to Red Dead oh, yeah. 1 see oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not as much because I haven't played Red Dead in 9 years but I'm looking at stuff online like okay that's who this was that's who this as happened here as you play Red Dead online there's a whole lot more there's characters that aren't in single player on Red Dead 2 that are in Red Dead Redemption 1 and because online is a prequel correct well it, not a prequel but it takes place before Red Dead 2's right. story right oh interesting which would technically be before Red Dead 1 so I haven't looked to see if I have access to the beta, but otherwise I heard it comes out tomorrow for everyone who didn't play the game. You get it Friday. Yeah. I think, right? Doesn't everybody get it Friday? That's tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. I got it yesterday, and if you bought the Ultimate Edition, you got it the day before. You got it on Tuesday, correct? Yep. It was uh, Ultimate on Tuesday. If you played on launch day, it was yesterday. If you played on launch weekend, it was today. Otherwise, it's tomorrow. Yeah. So for me, it's tomorrow. I'll... 
even though I want to get further into it, I also want to play online because it kind of seems to me, you know, we had a couple weeks where we were all playing Sea of Thieves and that was real fun. And it kind of seems like the same, you know, you band together and you do a bunch of cool stuff together. And I'm I've hoping. got Red Dead plans tonight at, at <laughs> 8.45. So, yeah, we had so much fun playing last night and we accomplished nothing. And that is the best compliment I can give a game. If it's you and three of your friends fucking around or dicking around, whatever you guys want to call it. Is that kind of the experience you had? Sure. Uh, did y'all ever play Grand Theft Auto Online? Yes. Okay. I played a bit of it. I made the mistake of playing that like launch day when it first came out. <sighs> this, so garbage. This is so much better. It actually I, worked. We only had one glitch last night where we went into a mission, we tried to skip the cutscene, and it kicked three of us out to the dashboard. Not anything not unexpected. And it does say beta. Yeah, now, sure. I'm popping trophies, or I'm popping sheaves. So is your character going to carry over? No clue. I, I, yes, I assume so. I would assume so too, even though it's a beta. As soon as I popped the first achievement last night, I was like, okay, normally a beta is yeah, not I, achievement. My, it's probably a I, safety net beta. They probably just said it's a beta. But I don't actually... know for sure, but after the issues they had with GTA Online when they first launched it, and that, I mean, that first two or three weeks was miserable. It was terrible. I imagine they wanted to lower some impressions going in and say, hey, we haven't really tested this with this many people. And uh, I. I was really impressed with how smooth it was. I was tempted to play through, the, finish the single player campaign first, and then go play online just because of my experience with GTA Online. Well, uh, yeah, when I first played GTA Online, I was stoked because they did kind of what um, what some other games have done. They overpromised. They no man skied me, and they were like, "Ah, oh, do these awesome heists with people." I've still never done a heist on Grand Theft Auto Online because it took so long to release. After Grand Theft Auto Online did. I, I, I took the day off work when Heist came out, and they didn't work. <laughs> like, I remember me and my buddy made plans, like, all right, September, whatever. Let's not work that day. Let's do Heist all day long. And it didn't work that day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hopped back on a couple months after they came out, and they were awesome. I just, oh, I'm They're re- fun. I'm <sighs> really looking forward to Red Dead and seeing what comparable stuff they can come up with. I'm and, sure um, there's going to be some big missions. Well, right now do. there's only six. Okay. There's only six missions that you can do and repeat. But everyone last night was bagging on that. And I was like, if you think that this is it, there's, I mean, that's not Rockstar's MO. They, they've been supporting Grand Theft Auto Online for four years now. And still people are playing it. I think it's still one of the most popular online games. They will support this. I, I, don't, I don't see single player content coming out, but I see a lot of multiplayer content. You- well, they're going to have Battle Royale. Uh, it's already in there. I don't know if you played it. it so, no. So the way, <laughs> so the way it's set up right now is there's like two different playlists, and I'm not sure which one it's in. But it's a 16 or 32 player free for all. Map shrinks. You start with a bow. Bow and arrow. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's the Red Dead version of Battle Royale, and it's just in there as a game type that comes up. I mean, I might try it once or twice, but it doesn't particularly interest I like the me. co-op stuff. I like yeah. rolling around in a posse with my buddies. And you have to make $200 before you can have a named posse. Oh. And someone already has the regulators, so I was not very happy. <laughs> but, I mean, that's obvious, the obvious choice. But definitely give the online a try. If we want to talk about that for a little bit, you played it last night for a couple hours. I played it last night for a couple hours. I had a lot of fun. I did, too. I was impressed. And uh, you play on PS4, correct? Right. Right. And sad, I play on yeah. Xbox. Sad. Yep. I got it it's on. It's not you. What you're saying, sad? You love PlayStation. <laughs> I know, but I got it on Xbox so I could play with everyone. 
we made a, I should have let you in on this command decision. Not that you would have played on Xbox, but yeah, all of the buds got together and said, we're getting it on Xbox. I still don't have an Xbox one. Oh, that's right. You know what? Honestly, this generation, if you were to pick one of the systems, PS4 was the one to pick. I, and I, I love my Xbox, don't get me wrong. And I play tons of shit on there and I play all my multiplayer shit on there. And I think functionally as a media center, I like it better than my PlayStation 4. But all of the good exclusives from this gen have been on the PlayStation. We were just talking about even the stuff like the time played stuff like that's not on PlayStation. But no, uh, you look at the exclusive titles this year and last year and how long this year has been i got my xbox one this year so i didn't have an xbox one up until this year if you're into racing forza horizon 4 is uh, off the chain absolutely we haven't talked about that on the show yeah at all Let's talk about that real quick well we're, we're you know we're towards the end okay, but you know your impressions like i know that i was gonna wait to get it and then i saw you play for five minutes and i was like welp I know what I have to go get right now. That is the system seller for me. If I was to get an Xbox, it would be to play Are you into racing? I am. Oh, well then, it's so good. Whether you want to get Forza 7 and have the most realistic car experience ever, or you want to get Forza Horizon 3 or 4 and have one of the most fun arcade-y, it has a little sim to it, too. You can tweak and, and tune your cars and do all that stuff. I don't get into that, but... I love that. Some of the... The co-op, the fact that you can play every race with your friends, everything. If you get to the race and you don't like the settings, you can change anything you want. Oh, I don't want that. Now, they've added this, Tyler, since we've played, you can make your own paths. So you can really make your own races. Before, you would get the track would be set, but you could pick off-road cars, what type of day it is, the rain. Forza has the weather system is unbelievable dude and online every week is a different season so right now we're in winter and then spring and so it changes what you can do on the map it's it's really good it'll make my top 10 this year yeah most cars have a set of winter tires that you could put on like studded and everything or all-terrain it's really cool i do want to jump backwards real quick because one thing that's amazing about red that we didn't talk about is the weather system Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen a, a lightning storm yet, holy shit, dude. Oh, yeah, I'm in for a surprise. The most that I've ridden through is like, it was like a heavy downpour of rain, but like no lightning or anything. Wait till you see the lightning storms and what <laughs> they look like. They're unbelievable. And then like, but you go into the mountains and you get above the weather systems, above the clouds and stuff. It's just the, the dynamic weather system, the whole way it works. It's mind blowing. When you guys beat the game, make sure you... They're long, but make sure you watch the credits and you see like tree graphics and there's 70 people's names <laughs> and then you see like rock graphics and then there's 170 people. I'm not, I'm exaggerating, but that seriously is what the list looks like. You're like, holy, I mean, the credits really go on for like seven songs Wow. and seven songs. I don't think you've really heard in the game that are unique to the soundtrack. And I'm glad we backed up Matt. Cause that's the other thing I wanted to mention. The soundtrack to the game is unfucking believable. And you guys have not heard. There's a theme coming up that I got such goosebumps. Cause I was like, dude, this is, this is just like the good, the bad and the ugly, except I mean, you and your bros are riding and you just hear the wah, 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 wah. And I was like, Oh my God, dude. And I'm not do I'm not doing it justice. It's that good. And there's a lot of themes and music like that. I hate country music. And this, game made me like a couple country songs i haven't heard anything that's particularly country the most i got was you know driving the girls up to valentine 
That was a fun song. Oh, just wait. If you have not heard a drunken camp song about getting dysentery and fucking whores <laughs> and all, I'm not exaggerating, man. No, he's not. <laughs> <It's>, all right. <laughs> you have to play it one night after you've had a couple drinks. Get back to the camp when everyone's partying and party with them. And that, to me, is what showed just just the level of detail on everything. And again, I can, I'll take a little bit of crappy control for all of that. Agreed. I, I wouldn't even call it crappy. It's just clumsy, a little clumsy, slow. a little there's, slow. I think there's a little bit of lag input there, but I mean, it's nothing you haven't seen in a Rockstar game before. I went in expecting it, and the rest of the game doesn't matter. It, it blows it all away. Let's touch on Dead Cells and then wrap. Yeah, so I don't know if we were running when we said this, but I need to make sure everyone still knows. I am the only one out of all of our friends who are playing it who has actually beaten it. So uh, so throw that in Eric's face. Next Quick time deflected you... Persona 5. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's ragged on me enough for that. Yeah, and that last boss battle in Dead Cells is a bitch. It's hard. I think I died on that last boss. First off, getting to him is hard enough <laughs> if you don't get the right stuff. Uh, but even fighting him, I had to have died, I don't know, 50 times before I beat him. And it's not like it's short just running through. I mean, it's short enough. But imagine if this were just longer. You know, there's three bosses technically, uh, potentially more depending on which way you you choose to go what do you think so far since you're just like a couple so play I, I picked it up this week i'm an hour maybe an hour and a half into it um my initial impressions i, I like it a lot but turrets uh, there's also uh, unfortunately i also played hollow knight for the first time this year and uh they're both side scrollers they're not really comparable in a lot of ways but um because i haven't finished hollow knight i want to go back and finish that before i get too far into dead cells i just yeah. started hollow knight again on the one it's because amazing. i have it on the switch and once i saw it came out on the one for 10 bucks and i was like oh achievements <laughs> i'll restart on the uh i'll restart on the one i hollow knight's gorgeous though did how far are you in that oh pretty far i don't know for sure uh, i think i'm pretty far I'd like I'd upgraded my nail. I think is where I was. So I, I think I'm only like ten hours in. Okay. Um, man, I'm probably about twenty five hours or so. Okay, so you're a lot farther than me. It. I assume it just keeps getting. Hollow Knight is more Dark Souls. Um, Dead Cells is more Castlevania. Sure, that makes sense to me. Yeah, there there's huge merit in just grinding dead cells because you unlock you know different weapons and mutations and things and the controls in dead cells are spot on so are oh, hollow knights yeah. but dead cells is one of those games i played i'm like dude if you die you die there's no blame in the controller there's no blame in the game you suck like yep. that's and that, that's what i like to to yeah. play i don't want to i don't want to be beat by shitty controls yeah and there's a lot of different paths i mean definitely in that game you were the one who gave me the greatest tip, which was go and get all of the, the runic powers or whatever you need to be able to unlock the full getting, you know, to every section in the game. And I did that. And once I did that, uh, you know, the next thing I did was uh, do a speed run through as best you can to the different uh, timed gates. Cause there's like six and they all have, well, some, most of them have unique items. 
So that you get can only those. get that way. Yeah. But yeah. So I hope we gave you guys some really good, not only tips for Red Dead, but I hope we gave you guys a good video game episode because I've been dying to do that. And I've been dying to have Matt over since I never get to see him anymore. But to be fair, dude, you're a dad now, man. You have uh, priorities. You got priorities. But, you know, we are friends on PlayStation now, so I'm sure a game will come along that we'll get to play together and chat because I love talking games with you. So thank you for taking time away. And actually, thank Katie for letting you. Yeah, seriously. Especially since you're going to watch the Bama Georgia game, Go Dogs, on her birthday. Real tight. <laughs> I'm going to go with Go Dogs, too. Uh, Let me just chip in here. You don't even watch football. But when I do, you know, Georgia, Georgia's the only college – I ever went to. Well, like he walked on campus there. <laughs> he, he never, he never took a class. But. No, yeah, exactly. But I went to it. Yeah. No. So. But no, thank you, uh, thank you so much for uh, for coming over. If you guys are hearing this right now, we will probably have one or two more episodes left in 2018, and then that'll be it. And then January, we'll be back with traditional now. We're going to do top 10 games of the year, and then we're going to do top 10 pop culture of the year. So you can look forward to those episodes in January. And then we're back to guests and doing all the stuff that you guys think is fun. I know the schedule has been a little bit wonky in 2018, guys, and I apologize, but you have to understand, we love doing this, but we also have lives outside of this, believe it or not, that we have to attend to as well. So thank you guys for sticking with us the listens and the subscriptions and all that stuff have been up even though we've been releasing less material so we really hope you guys enjoyed everything we did at colorado springs comic-con because we have a ton of more shit like that hopefully coming up in the future also if you are hearing this and you want an invite to the bitface christmas party send me a private message I, I, you can be my guest because I haven't invited any friends yet. So seriously, if you're listening to this, even if you live out of town, if you're going to be in town and you want to come hang out with us one night last year, the food was off the chain. The drinking was off the chain. We were up playing board games and stuff until three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. This year we'll have smash. So please come by. If you want to play me and Mario Kart, I will bust out the raspberry Pi and we can play Mike Tyson's punch out. I will be your host. Normally, I'm a dick, but when I have people over for Christmas, I really want to make sure that if you come over to the Bit Cave, you have a good time. So this is an open invite. If you are listening to this and you want to come to the BitFace Christmas party, send me a private message on Facebook because I assume you you know who I am on Facebook, and I'll make that happen for you. From the Bit Cave, from the first time in a long time, our good friend Matt Dawkins, and you know what? I hope we have a good football game Saturday, man. Win or, win or lose, at least you're not an asshole to me about it. So, And you have every right to be because your team always wins. Oh, no. Nobody has a right to. No, no. But I'm really glad you came to join us tonight. The chairman of the soundboard, Tyler Run TRG Glaze. I am Eric G. Hollis. And angry shoulder length, all I want for Christmas is you.